the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And this evening, otherwise mostly cloudy with a low of 53. For tomorrow, mostly sunny, high 69. And then for tomorrow night, clear with a low of 48. Get your weather news when and how you want it wherever you are. Download our free app or visit AccuWeather.com. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Kayla Lawrence for AM860, The Answer. Good morning. This is Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. And how do we sneak in a minute of Dennis Prager uh, commercial there and add it into my show? That ain't into my show, you know. <laughs> Golly, Doc, I'll, I'll ask some questions. I'll find out. Yeah, you find out. You tell Joe to get that off my uh, off my show because that was a minute of my show that he took away. Okay, I'll uh, I'll get and, right to that. And I got to tell you, Dennis Prager is not one of my favorite people. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I am not a fan of Dennis Prager's. I so, kind of like Dennis. I thought he's kind of funny once in a while. Uh, he may be funny to you, but <laughs> I don't care for him. So All right. there. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll probably get in trouble for that, but I don't care. At any rate, <laughs> so we've got a, a brand new drug that's been approved. It's, uh, it's uh, a drug that is made for solid tumor uh, from the malignant melanoma. And as you know, I had uh, the malignant melanoma and been taking those off of myself. So these are called CAR T cells. They are chimeric antigen receptor T cells. And the way it works is, I'll see if I can get out of the way here. You collect the T cells, which are certain types of white blood cells from the patient. And you re remove that and you take it into the lab and you get this surface antigen off of the uh, cancer cell and you introduce it into the uh, T cell and the T cell will then produce a protein on its surface that will lock onto the cancer cell and allow the T cell to kill it. Then you grow these T cells that you have uh, uh, inoculated with this antigen and you grow hundreds of millions of them and you put them back into the patient and it fights the tumor and it actually shrinks them. It's pretty cool. And uh, this is uh, the first time that it's been approved for a solid uh, uh, tumor. Iovance's Amtagv, Amtagv is the first one to be approved, but it's a little pricey, Ken. How much? 550000 for one treatment. Yeah, that's, that's 20% of that's going to be, you know, a lot of money. 550000 and that's that's for one treatment. That's it, buddy. You get one. You get wow. one. You get one throw there, and then it's all over. So uh, this is for malignant melanoma, and as you know, because I've talked about skin cancer so much, malignant melanomas are uh, probably the most aggressive of the skin cancers, and they metastasize early, and they're they're tough to treat, and it has a fairly high mortality rate. We brought it down over the decades, but it's still you know in the twenty to forty percent range over five to ten years. So it's not a nice uh, answer to have, and uh, 
By and, the way, that reminds me, I got to go get a PET scan this spring and make sure I don't have any metastases. I may need some of this stuff. If I do, will you chip in and help me? I got 40, I got 40 bucks doing nothing right now, so you can have it. I'll read it. You, my man. <laughs> you, my man. I love If it'll you. keep you alive, I'll give you 50. <laughs> I love that man. He good. He good. I mean, he real good. <laughs> that is a so, little pricey. It'll come down, though, right? I mean, it, it has to come down. Well, yeah, maybe in five or ten years. When uh-huh. you, first, you have to wait for the patent to expire or for a company to come up with something similar, but different enough that it doesn't infringe on the patent rights of Iovance, uh, the company that has developed this. So this is a highly competitive industry, and uh, the bigger companies don't want to come out and be the first one to uh, to introduce these new medications because of the liabilities involved and the hassles of bringing it to market. But the little companies that are trying to get going, the little startup uh, uh, biomedical companies, they will bring these things to market uh, because it's an opportunity for them to introduce themselves to to the public and also to bring in a product that uh, has a great deal of potential. But when you have something that is of such limited use and uh, has taken so much time and effort to produce and you got one little company making it, they're going to have to get some of their money back and they got to show a profit to their investors who have probably been sitting in the wings for 10 or 20 years waiting for some profits to show up. Now, what, what if the insurance companies just said no? I mean, that's it. You just don't get it then, right? You got $550,000. But, but I mean, they're not going <laughs> to cough up 550000 for treatment on something like that. Well, peasants like you know, but, you know, a rich guy like me, I could probably ah. scrape together. So we'll yeah. be left with melanoma for everybody except the rich. That, that's right. <laughs> it, it would be a poor man's disease. That's right. <laughs> okay. But now this is not 100%, but it does seem to shrink the tumors. I saw some pictures, and uh, it's fairly effective over... Uh, four to five years in decreasing mortality. Uh, but uh, there are other treatments out there, and you have to go through some of these other treatments, these uh, biologic treatments, before you even qualify for this. And I don't know how much the insurance companies will pay. but uh, So this, this is uh, this has got to be good news for other, tre- other types of cancer. I mean, if you can do it with one, you might be able to, you know, Make yeah, it turn it in, turn it into something that'll work on everything. Well, they're they're working on this for other solid tumors. They've used it for uh, non-solid tumors like leukemias and lymphomas. They've been trying it for that, but uh, for solid tumors, this is the first one that's been approved by the FDA. Doesn't mean it's not being used somewhere in the world. It just means that in the United States, it's the first one that has official approval, and you can take it to market. Uh, I mean, you, I guess you could black market it and bootleg it if you if you're not approved. But uh, go down to Mexico, you can probably get it with some lay trial and and uh, a shot of uh, tequila. <laughs> for cheap. Everything's go better with a shot of tequila, Doc. Everything goes better. <laughs> That's right. So um, we do have one of the stringest approvement processes in the world, don't we? We do because the Leia trial, which you know about, yeah. mm-hmm. it affected your life. It sure did. Yeah. And that was back in the 60s that the Leia trial uh, was tried to uh, support women who were having problems uh, spontaneously aborting their pregnancies and not, not intentionally, but they just couldn't seem to hold on to the, to the uh, embryo in their uterus 
for whatever reasons the uterine, uterine lining wasn't uh, wasn't uh, acceptable or uh, amenable to implantation of an embryo. So at any rate, this was a, a pseudo hormone that was tried and it actually caused phycomyelia, which we've talked about, which is where you have body parts that uh, do not form like arms, legs, in your case, an ear. And, uh, and it, uh, it changed the way that the FDA approached drugs and it became much more stringent. And it created a lot of good fights too, because uh, the FDA, FDA even insinuated itself into fighting over uh, uh, saccharin, you, you know, the sweetener saccharin. Yeah, I remember those warnings. Yeah, they wanted to ban that back in the late 60s, early 70s, because somebody did research and gave rats a thousand times the uh, dosage and they developed some tumors. Um, uh, but uh, American Diabetic Association and patients and everybody went to Congress and pitched a fit and they left it in place. And I don't think we've had any increase in cancers from saccharin. We lost a couple of rats, though. Yeah, it was really hard on the rats. <laughs> the, rats the rats. The rats are suing, yeah. They are suing. Uh, Morgan and Morgan are now <laughs> the rats. Yeah. The no, I know my mom was real. My mom felt guilty about that pretty much her entire life, I think. And she took that stuff and it cost me an ear. Well, it wasn't her fault. She was just doing what the doctors suggested she do. Well, I that's mean, what yeah. I told her. I said, you didn't know that was going to happen. So. You don't know what's going to happen. I mean... Sometimes uh, you get T-boned by a guy who runs a red light, and it's not your fault. Yeah. I don't think my brother and sister were too happy with me, though, because I got all the attention. I was always. How to hell with them. That's what I said. said. (laughs) You deserved it. Hey, they turned out just fine. They're they're probably doing just fine. Hey, my brother retired at 55. He made a lot of money, so. Nah, to hell with him, then. (laughs) (laughs) We don't feel sorry for him at all. Ah, uh, Dave's a good guy. So more news, medical news. More data show erectile dysfunction meds may affect Alzheimer's risk. So the erectile dysfunction medicines are Viagra and Cialis. You know, Sildenafil is a generic name for it, for Viagra. And uh, the reason that uh, we're seeing this is because we're also using uh, dosages of uh, Viagra and Cialis to help old guys pee who have big prostates because it relaxes the urethra around the prostate and the prostatic urethra and allows you to, to urinate a little easier. So we're seeing a, a, a decrease in, in the guys that are taking this on a chronic basis of Alzheimer's disease. Well, that's so great. That's terrific. That's pretty cool. So I think all you guys over 55 <laughs> you know, get on a daily dose. <laughs> hey, and those of, uh, Viagra Day keeps the dementia away. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, and the wife might not like it, but too bad. Yeah, I can imagine the conversation when you get home from the doctor. Did you see the doctor about your potential dementia? Yeah, I did, honey. What do you subscribe? Viagra. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He says it'll help. Yeah, right. What are you really up to, son? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and then the uh, rental fees at home go up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you got <laughs> Well, okay, so, so you uh, heard this here. You heard it first, ladies. Uh, you know, the, he, the doc's serious here. I'm serious. And uh, if you don't love your man, well, that's between you and your man, but at least he won't be demented. Right. And that'll be important. Absolutely. Nobody wants that. That's a terrible, terrible thing to have. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not terrible for the patient because the patient doesn't know, but it's terrible for the family because you have to take care of these people. And exactly. you, you watch uh, somebody who you knew to be vibrant and and bright and articulate and interactive decline and become, uh, you know, basically non-functional and can't recognize things, mood swings, anger, uh, pooping in their pants and, you know, the whole nine yards. It's it's difficult. It's It's hard to take care of people like that. I know my dad had that too, so you know. Yeah. And so you had to. You so I'm gonna start to... taking the Viagra right now, because these things are hereditary. My grandfather had Alzheimer's and all that. So did. Let dad. me get on. Let me get in practice fusion. I'll go ahead and send you in a prescription. There you go. And we'll just say that today's show is a telemedicine visit. <laughs> <laughs> that way, I can charge. <laughs> <laughs> a telemedicine with forty thousand of our favorite guests. Yeah. So there's an 18% likely uh, decrease uh, in developing Alzheimer's disease over a five-year follow-up period, this new research shows. So uh, think about that, guys. If you're thinking twice about getting Viagra, here's another good reason. Yeah, you, gotta... you can't argue with that one. No, you cannot. And uh, it, this is something that you need to think about. Now, was now, the, now with the... Um... What's it called? What's the generic for Viagra? Does that work just as well? Viagra is sildenafil, yeah. So it works just as well with the, because uh, I know the, uh, I think I, the, from the commercials, the generics are cheaper than the original Viagra. Yeah, and, uh, you, you know, you might have to, uh, you might have to try a few different ones because of bioavailability and some of that cheap Chinese stuff might not be as good as uh some other companies like Dr. Reddy's Indian, they're there in India. The Dr. Reddy has a, a pharmaceutical company and they make generics. And the milligrams but, will make a difference too. I would think how much do you really need? Well, the, the dosage that we give for uh, pulmonary hypertension of the Viagra is 20 milligrams, three times a day. I'm taking 50 milligrams twice a day for both, uh, asthma and for the prostatic hypertrophy. I've had two procedures uh, on the prostate, neither of which worked for me. And my urologist friends, they tell me it's because of my anatomy. I guess I have some kind of weird anatomy and uh, uh, the urethra has to go up over the, the, the pelvic bone a little bit more steeply than in most guys. So so at any rate, this is working for me, and I'm taking 50 milligrams twice a day, which is a, a pretty healthy dose. I mean, 100 milligrams is what guys take for erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. And uh, But uh, the Cialis, I think, is one or two milligrams a day for uh, urinary problems, and that's a longer-acting drug. The, the Viagra is shorter-acting, and the reason that I like the Viagra is because of a thing called tachyphylaxis, which is the ability of the body to... Uh, uh, build up uh, a quicker breakdown of substances like Viagra and nitroglycerin. So you have to stop it and let the body have a rest, and it'll it'll rebuild back up the uh, necessary uh, proteins and enzymes uh, so that it doesn't break them down, break these medications down as fast. So that's why I use it. But uh, I guess you could use uh, Cialis and have the same effect. Now, does it just delay the onset? It doesn't stop it. It just delays the onset, I imagine, right? Uh, of dementia. Well, the, the, the thing that so far, because it's only five years into it, is that it, 
it decreases the actual uh, dementia, you know, the, the diagnosis of Alzheimer's. Uh, and so the brain deficit equals up to 20 years of brain aging. And that's, that's, uh, that's stopped or arrested. Mm-hmm. And well, that's all good. Uh, that's all good. And the, the, the fat, these are phosphodiesterase inhibitors. The uh, phosphodiesterase inhibitors are a group of, uh, of pharmaceuticals that affect a number of systems, including the blood vessels and the lungs and the, in the nose and the penis, uh, also affects, uh, brain receptors and, uh, this is becoming a wonder drug. Yeah. Oh, it is. I'll tell you, the first time I took it, my vision improved. Now that that faded, but I was like, "This is shocking." I mean, I can <laughs> see better. Well, okay. Well, it's good news. I'm glad to yeah, hear that. There, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot going on here. And uh, any rate, I keep so reading now, about all these different different. Um, experiments they're doing and how promising they are and i if they if they turn out to be as good as they say they are i mean we could have a completely different social security system (laughs) if if everybody starts living you know to 110 here all of a sudden yeah okay so now i i I know i'm doing a lot of medicine this morning but i came across a lot of really cool articles so i thought i'd share it with everybody and you know people like this stuff what do you got there doc New evidence suggests that long COVID could be a brain injury. Well, I mean, we already knew that, but uh, they're doing more and more research. This just came out last couple of weeks, and the brain fog is one of the most common persistent complaints in patients who have uh, long COVID and along with other cognitive uh, concerns. And a lot of doctors are poo-pooing it and saying, nah, I don't believe that. Well, I think that part of the problem is that there's a natural aging process that goes on and people do have brain fog and memory impairment and problems like that. At any rate, so this study looked at 351 patients who were hospitalized with severe, and I remember severe COVID-19, and uh, they came back with uh, cognitive problems uh, later on after they recovered and the brain deficit equals to 20 years of brain aging and uh, this is this is a, a big deal. Yeah, it's not good. No, that's not good. So uh, you know, our our good friend Steve in marketing, who knows, he may start wandering around naked. And, and <laughs> oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I've always wanted that. See Steve wandering around the halls with nothing on. That's just... Steve had a pretty bad case, but he wasn't on the respirator. I mean, he didn't he didn't have to have high oxygen therapy. He had semi-high, but I don't think he had any brain deficit. But now the the, the two theories are, one, that uh, this is a, related to an oxygen deficit from the lung disease and the decreased oxygenation of the body when you have severe COVID or when you had severe COVID. We're not seeing that as much now because the Omicron doesn't affect the lungs the way the Alpha and Delta did. But this uh, is also an autoimmune phenomenon, which I've talked about before. You know, the cardiomyopathy from the uh, from the COVID vaccine and also from COVID. By the way, the COVID has 100 times more potential to cause uh, heart inflammation than the vaccine did. Uh, this is an autoimmune phenomenon, and we're seeing this more and more. And, and that's why I say when people call me for, uh, for the Paxlovid and for treatment for COVID, I, I say, well, you got to take a short burst of, uh, of a prednisone agent like 
um, prednisone or methylprednisone or something like that, or uh, decadron dexamethasone, which is what the uh, the Koreans were using and showed that it helped because it decreases the inflammatory response, Ken, the autoimmune response. Your body mounts a tremendous response because of this virus, and uh, this can affect other systems, including the heart and the brain. So I tell people, when you have COVID and we give you the Paxlovid, I'm also going to give you a short burst of cortisone and a, and a blood thinner, an anticoagulant, because these are the big problems. And as you know, I was in the hospital uh, for a few days because of a blocked artery due to COVID mm-hmm. in, my, uh, in my gut and my small intestine. I had a small area that was uh, without blood for several hours. Fortunately, it recovered. That must have been painful, I would think. Yeah, but now I can't remember anything. <laughs> well, take some Viagra. Yeah, you see, <laughs> it all comes full circle here. Balance now. all this out, That's Ken. Right. You got to balance it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, and the nice thing about the anticoagulants is it keeps the blood vessels open, and then the Viagra makes them dilate, so everything works better. You, you got a you got a super highway of blood going through there. You got you got tons of it going through the brain and the penis and wherever else you need it. <laughs> okay. Well, this is certainly is an educational show, Doc. Well, and I, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to teach. We're here. We're here to help com- the community. That's right. I, I want you to. Uh, I want you to be informed and aware. And by the way, we've got uh, a new study out uh, preventing autoimmune diseases. New findings on vitamin D3 and omega3 supplements. You know the fish oil, and of course we have the uh, we have the super fish oil that we can prescribe. Uh, Rather than wasting your time trying to get enough fish oil, you know, taking 10 or 15 or 20 fish oil pills a day. And uh, this showed that there was uh, a decrease in the incidence of of, uh, cancer and of autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis and lupus and polymyalgia rheumatica. Polymyalgia rheumatica is an autoimmune disease of older people, over 60, uh, rare to see it under that. And this uh, is an autoimmune disease that affects the the shoulder girdle primarily and along with blood vessels, and uh, it it can cause a lot of damage. So we have to treat that because the blood vessels it affects are the ones that go to the eyes and the brain. So we're back to Viagra. (laughs) (laughs) Take your Viagra along with your vitamin D3 and omega-3 supplements, and uh, uh, you can always come in and get the super omega-3 prescription from me. So the supplements are okay. They're just the dosage is not big enough usually. Well, the vitamin D three you can get huge dosages of that because you know you can get one, two, five, ten, twenty five thousand international units of this stuff, and you get your your uh, your um, your levels way up. But the the vitamin D showed a twenty two percent reduction uh, in uh, autoimmune diseases over a five year period, and uh, similar with the fatty acid, the omega-3 fatty acid. Uh, the, the problem is, is that once you stop the vitamin D, it seems like uh, there's uh, an increased recurrence of autoimmune diseases, but with the, uh, with the uh, omega-3, uh, you get a couple more years kick even after you stop it. Well, why bother stopping it, you know? Yeah. And, and then there was a second study that followed up on that, and there were some mixed results on that. So, 
You know, it, it sounds good. It's promising. And I certainly encourage people to take vitamin D3 because it, it affects a number of systems. It helps to, uh, to uh, um, fight off viruses, especially the COVID, which is a big deal, it decreases bowel cancers. And of course, it keeps your bones stronger as you age. And people say, well, I'm out in the sun all the time. Well, the problem is, Ken, that when we age, we lose the ability to convert the vitamin D1 to vitamin D2. D1 is on our skin, and that's what the sunlight changes and gets absorbed. And then that's converted to vitamin D2. Uh, kidney and liver do this. And then D2 gets converted to D3, which is the active hormone. So even if you're out in the sun all the time, that doesn't mean that you're getting enough vitamin D3. If you see what I mean. Yes, it may not get there. It doesn't there's yeah, a yeah, breakdown in the mechanics somewhere. Yeah, there's a breakdown. It's like people say, "Well, I'm taking mega doses of B12." And I say to them, "Yeah, but your B12 levels are low." And they say, "Well, why is it? I'm taking it because of your gut, your stomach, uh the skin in the stomach as we age, just like the skin outside on our on our body uh, thins out and as it thins out you lose some of the intrinsic factor which is the little protein made in the stomach that has to hook onto the b12 to help it get inside the body through the, the small intestines so things change as we age and uh, so the best thing got- to do is to check with your doctor before you start taking any supplement isn't it well, that's always good. And of course, we're glad to see you at 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Because you know what, Ken? You need Dr. Bill. Absolutely. You, absolutely. You cannot survive without input from Dr. Bill. In fact, so I'm coming to see you again next month. We're going to do like a complete workup for the year, I guess, to what your people were telling me. Is this is it is it time for your, your annual rectal exam? <laughs> I know you're you're looking forward to it, Doctor. <laughs> I think I may have to disappoint you again this year. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> not hey, re- Doc, not really in the mood, Doc. That's not my rectum, that's my ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not really in the mood, Doc, for that one. But we'll no, do a lot no. of blood work. We'll do a lot of blood work in the next You know the nice thing is with all these tests, you know, the fit test, the blood test and the stool and all that. Uh, you don't really need to do a rectal exam, and with the prostate, you just do a PSA, and if that's up, you you know you ship them out to the urologist, and uh, they look they work you up for a, a cancer of your prostate. But uh, basically, it, it's it's really not that necessary anymore. So less invasive, more pills, more diagnostics, buddy boy, more yeah. diagnostics. Doc, it's about time to take a break. You want a question here? I got a question if you want one. Yeah, but real quick here. Now, we had Greg Price last week. You remember, Greg? Yes. Okay. You said Largo, but the the uh, zip code, I think, is Bartow. So, Greg, if you're listening, call and let us know if it's Largo or Bartow because the, the, the shipper won't take it with, without the right address on there. I think it's probably Bartow because, you know, Ken and his ears, it's a little dicey. I don't hear very well. That's right. What? Huh? I don't hear it very well. Exactly. That, uh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Let's have so a he should call in. So he should call in again. We'll do that. Call we'll in, it. Greg, if you're listening. and uh, Give us give the us, right zip code. Cause we may have, yeah, give us a zip code or city or something. Give we, us may have, we may have written down Largo when it was Bartow. So they're yep. very similar. But anyway, today's question. And this is good for uh, a couple of Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs, which are always fun to uh, drink your coffee out of in the morning. Nice and 
Nice and heavy, very solid mugs. You'll love them. And you can get two of them if you're the first caller with the correct answer to this question at nine, rather 877-969-8600. That's 877-969-8600. The question today is, as usual, it always deals with something we talked about in the first half of the show. There's a, there's a drug out there right now that we all use for one thing that's actually uh, been found to help dementia. Tell me what that drug is. And the number again is 877-969-8600. 877-969-8600. First correct caller wins. Tell me what the name of that drug is. It's already out there. Already very popular. Probably, probably one of the most popular drugs ever at this point. And uh, if you know what it is, you will win. First caller. Ain't that right, Doc? You got it, buddy. And I'm Dr. Bill with Ken by my side. We'll be right back. We're doing a show. Experience the best selection of cigars and accessories in the country. Corona Cigar is located at 4142 West Boy Scout Boulevard across from International Plaza. Or visit coronacigar.com. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Israeli airstrikes across Gaza have killed at least 18 people this weekend as the U.S. says it would veto another United Nations ceasefire resolution. The U.S., Israel's top ally, instead hopes to broker a ceasefire agreement and hostage release with Hamas, the Muslim terrorist group that started the war in Gaza with its October 7th attack on Israel. Two years after California launched an effort to keep organic waste out of landfills, the state is behind on getting food recycling programs up and running. Meanwhile, some of the regions of the state that ramped up their collection now say they have more compost than they have any use for. By 2025, California seeks to slash by 75% the amount of organic waste that ascends to landfills from 2014 levels. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical, located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Full-service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical, home of can care, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Three eight four six four one one. Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an in-office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. When it's time for your appointment, type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser, doxy.me forward slash Bay Area Med. A cell phone works well and is all you really need. For computers, you need a web camera and speakers. We'll give you this address when you call for your appointment. We accept most insurances and travel insurances. Canadians and visitors, please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit. Co-pays and deductibles apply. Self-pay rates are available. Just ask. We accept credit cards, PayPal, and Stripe, 727 
Dr. Bill here. My friends at St. Pete MRI and Sleep Diagnostics are your best choice for state-of-the-art MRI, CT, and sleep studies. Quality unsurpassed. 25 years experience makes St. Pete MRI my go-to imaging center. Self-pay rates are competitive and out-of-pocket cost a fraction of a hospital. Conveniently accessible from both sides of the bay at 750 94th Avenue North, St. Pete, near the Gandhi. 727-577-2220. 727-577-2220. Salem News Channel. On Unfiltered and unapologetic. Streaming 24-7 at snc.tv or localnow.com channel 525. For today, cool with rain, heavy at times. Watch for flooding with a high of 61. For tonight, periods of rain this evening. Otherwise, mostly cloudy with a low of 53. For tomorrow, mostly sunny, high 69. And then for tomorrow night, clear with a low of 48. Get your weather news when and how you want it wherever you are. Download our free app or visit AccuWeather.com. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Kayla Lawrence for AM860, The Answer. Bill, you're Radio MD, and we're doing a radio show. Sorry about that, Ken. I had myself muted. Well, that'll happen. I, very, very painful, I understand. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it hurts. It's almost as bad as thalidomide, I'll tell you. <laughs> we got a winner, Doc. Who we got? We have Trevor Cashton of St. Petersburg, Florida. Trevor Cashton of St. Petersburg, Florida. Congratulations. You knew the correct answer. Today's question was... Viagra, and you'll be getting two, count them, two, Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mug is coming in the mail to you. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, and thanks for listening, buddy. And thanks to everybody else who called in but didn't win. It happens, you know, you got to be fast. Yeah, we appreciate that. Uh, uh, you got to be fast, and unfortunately, those of you who are following on Facebook and YouTube and uh, other uh, uh, podcasts, you're 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 getting a little bit of a delay, several seconds delay, so you're kind of out of it. But we got to figure out some way to have uh, uh, an availability for those folks to uh, an online up. contest kind of thing. Yeah, we probably have to have two, but we, now we have to get Ken to learn how to use a computer. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> so uh, now there's a fifty dollar device that turns uh, a Glock handgun into an automatic weapon and if you look behind me you'll see the see that guy with a glock and see the clip on that thing mm-hmm. see that little thing sticking out the the uh the back end there and for those of you who don't know what we're talking about we're on we're looking at facebook right now you can join us on facebook that's easy to do just go to uh well facebook and i uh, imagine search for dr bill your radio md and it'll come right up so at any rate uh, you can get this little clip that goes in the back of your glock pistol and it'll turn it into an automatic weapon. And, of course, the uh, uh, alcohol and tobacco and firearms people, they don't like that. And the feds are going after it. Um, they're trying their best to to put a stop to this. But it's not easy, of course. It's being sold on the Internet? Uh, you could probably pick it up on the Internet and uh, other other areas. There's a... Uh, 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 an ability to make these things yourself if you have a 3D printer, Ken. Hmm. Yeah, those are amazing, those 3D printers. Yeah, they, they are. And uh, this 
This is illegal because back in the 1930s, the federal government outlawed automatic weapons because the uh, the bootleggers were killing each other with their Tommy guns, and uh, it was seen as a threat to the public. You know, the press played it up. I don't know how many people were actually killed, but uh, the public got stirred up, and so Congress passed a law. It's and, not like the uh, gangs today. I mean, they could shoot straight back then. They They usually hit who they were targeting and nobody else. I don't know. I wasn't involved. Uh, that was another lifetime, and I was a monk back then. So I was a Buddhist monk. I had some relatives who were a little involved in the Chicago 20s and 30s scene. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. One one had a, had a garage made of uh, brick all the way around and had a little gun portholes in the walls. And did he survive? Yeah, he did. Yeah. They actually had a tunnel from the house into the garage. That's how deep they were into it. Did he make any money? Um, I don't know. I think he may have spent it all. I don't. He never made it to me if he did. <laughs> if he did. Well, oh well. It was on my dad's side. So what are you going to do? You still got to work. That's right. Exactly. So these little switches that you can stick in the back of your Glock—they're about the size of a thumbnail. And uh, they're just a little square thing. And what they do, Ken, is they they keep the trigger from uh, recoiling. So with a semi-automatic, you have to pull the trigger every time the gun fires. And uh, there's a little uh, a little lever that pushes up on the spring and releases it, and that hits the firing pin and gets that going. And uh, if as the trigger comes back, it it, it kind of locks that that lever that uh, releases the spring uh, that sets the firing pin in motion. And so with this little device, it keeps your, basically it stops the the trigger from uh, inhibiting the spring from firing again. So then the whole thing just keeps going over and over and over because it's a double spring system. So the feds don't like that. And uh, these things cost 50 to a hundred bucks if you can find them online. And the the problem is, is that they're so easy to make uh, with the 3D printers. Uh, I don't know if you can use them for any other gun other than the Glock. There probably are uh, applications out there, but I don't know if it's a big deal. Even though there are fewer shootings now, there are more deaths, and the more deaths supposedly are related to the automatic weapons. And uh, that's the the, uh, illegal automatic weapons. Now, you can get an automatic weapon. You can get a license for it. Did you know that? Yeah, you just have to go through some new hoops, that's all. A few more hoops yeah, to and, jump through. And there's really not not very many new uh, uh, automatic weapons being made out there because of the ban starting back in the 30s. And, and this, is, uh, this is because of the law that was passed and then people said well if they're illegal why do i want to spend money on that but now i have a friend who's an ex-marine and he got a license for an automatic weapon he's got an automatic uh ar-15 or ak-47 or whatever i think it's a 7.62 it's one of the bigger guns and i've seen him shoot it that's pretty cool now they don't shoot uh continuously they have this set up so that it shoots three rounds and then and then you got to pull the trigger again and that was a way to uh, get the uh, soldiers to stop and 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 save 
bullets and not just fire, you know, a whole clip all in, in one, you know, five or 10 second burst. And the way they teach machine gun guys, you know, in the military to do is to fire three or four shots and then let go. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah. What's, it's, it's, what's the point of that if you're, in, you know, in war? Well, because you need to aim at your target. Otherwise, you're just wasting ammunition. Oh, so you and, see where you're firing at and then you let it go. Yeah, and then you, yeah, you you get you get your, you acquire your target and then you give them three three shots real quick. If that doesn't get them, you give them another three, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's how you do it to to uh, be more effective and to save bullets. And there was a big uh, uh, anti-automatic weapon push back in the twenties and thirties in the military because the the brass felt that the soldiers would just use up all their ammo and uh, they would not be disciplined enough to do this. So, but the the M1 Garand was the first semi-automatic that made it into the battlefield with a clip, and so that was a pretty good weapon. And of course, the uh, the uh, Browning automatic rifle, the Bars, those were the lightweight machine guns that made it in, into the field. But they they didn't produce a whole lot of them because of the uh, desire to keep the usage of, of bullets and weapon and ammo down. And that was one of the problems was that if you had everybody firing off automatic weapons, you'd run out of ammunition, and then the production of that wouldn't be able to keep up with the consumption. So that was one of the problems. Not anymore. I think we don't don't have any trouble making bullets these days. Well, but you know, you, this this bill in in Congress to fund uh, defense for Israel and and Ukraine and Taiwan. People think that that's eighty billion going over to those countries. It is not, Ken. It is going to make armaments here. Yeah, we send it, we send the equipment over there. We we pay we our defense guys. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we're creating jobs with this. It's yeah. another giveaway, but still, it's one where people actually have to do something other than go down to the uh, welfare office and pick up a check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, this is a good thing, and I'm. I'm I disagree with my Republican brothers and sisters that we should uh, tie this to funding the border. I think that we should go ahead and get this done. And we'll take up the border once Trump's back in office, which it looks like he's going to be. The more they go after this guy, the stronger he comes out, I'm telling you. He is kind of Teflon. To use uh, something he used to talk about, Ronald Reagan being the Teflon president. Remember, nothing stuck to Reagan. And even the even the right wing press is is picking out little pieces of his what he's saying and trying to turn it into something different than what he means. Uh, but you, you got to remember how people talk. Everybody talks a little bit different and has a little. Some people are better. Uh, you know, you had Reagan and and uh, Clinton and Obama who were very very articulate and good at getting their message across. Then you had people like George Bush, who had great ideas, and a lot of what he's thought and said will certainly come to pass, but he couldn't articulate it. And I think he ended up being one of the most unpopular presidents at the end of his term, his second term. Well, you know, I think he I think he was always flustered by the cameras. I think he never got used to being on camera. Unlike Dr. Bill and Ken. Well, oh, I don't like being I like being in radio. I don't like being on camera. You'll well, never see, you'll never see me on your Facebook show. <laughs> you never know. You'll hear me, but you won't see me. 
I might put a camera in there and you won't even know it. Well, I'll be sick that day. <laughs> <laughs> now you he's know, fa- you'll know. So you'll just he's just faking, Joe. <laughs> I know when he's sick. I'm his doctor. I, I did not know this, Ken, that the uh, uh, the uh, White House back in January there was a protest, an anti-Israel protest going on, and they actually uh, cleared White House staffers out of the White House. They were relocated. Uh, there was a riot out in front of the White House, and they were trying to scale the fence and hurled objects at the cops. And uh, what? I never heard anything about that. I, you know, because they keep this stuff quiet. You know. And the U.S. Secret Service told the uh, Fox News people that they were not, uh, they were not, they didn't get inside of the property. They were not threatened within within the property itself, but that there were people outside and uh, they had to get the staff members out of the White House just in case they breached the uh, fence. Hmm. How about that? Okay, I, I didn't hear anything of that. I didn't hear a thing. I, you no, know, I mean, they didn't tell anybody. And this was uh, back in, in January. I'll tell you what, there's a lot that you don't hear about. There's a lot that goes on and nobody knows uh, because the muckety mucks keep it all quiet. Yeah, well, that's not good. Not exactly open government, is it? No. And speaking of, uh, of guns and shooting, uh, Chuck... Mahini, the deadliest sniper in U.S. Marine history, dies at age 75. And you probably don't even know who he is. Never heard of the name, no. I think he was uh, portrayed in in uh, the uh, in the film Shooter. You remember the film Shooter? With, Shooter, uh, Shooter. Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh, what's his name? Um, he's He does a lot of the commercials for the Tunnels to Towers now. Not coming to me. I don't, I don't think I saw the movie. Not Matt Damon, but the other one that's like Matt Damon. any rate, Chuck had 103 verified sniper kills in Vietnam in the late 60s. He was there for 18 months only. And he died at 75, and uh, I think he was in Oregon somewhere, Baker City, Oregon. And uh, he just loved to hunt. <laughs> <laughs> And he and he never talked about it until he was uh, showcased at the uh, Marine Museum, and then he started doing some uh, some uh, interviews and going to shows for uh, shooting and, and things like that. And uh, he he said that uh, he sniffed at people who who hunted lions and elephants and deer and all that. He said they don't shoot back. <laughs> <laughs> He said, and he he said he just loved it, and he, I mean, what he did was incredible. You know, he took out like ten or fifteen guys in a in a platoon in a North Vietnamese uh, platoon uh, as a sniper, and they never could figure out where he was at and couldn't get to him. But uh, he apparently has a couple of hundred other kills that were unverified. So he he was uh, he was a bad dude. I mean, you know, he was not the kind of guy that you wanted up. At, coming up uh, your alley looking for you. So he died, and uh, not Matt Damon, but uh, what's the other guy's name? He was in a bunch of uh, of uh, shoot 'em up movies. Yeah, not, I'm not going to help you there, Doc. I'm not one of those uh, entertainment people. <laughs> well, I'll remember it in a minute. I, but uh, at any rate, 
that's that's that guy's story. So Chuck is gone, and I know that you're sad. <laughs> well, he sounded like he was a very successful sniper. Yeah. And the uh, shooter movie starred uh, Mark Wahlberg. That's who. Oh, I have heard of him. Mark Wahlberg, yeah. And uh, in the shooter, they go and talk to an old uh, an old sniper who was in Vietnam. Uh, and apparently he claimed in the movie, of course, not true, but he claimed that he was the shooter in the Kennedy uh, assassination. Oh, okay. He would have been a little bit young for that, but you I know, it so, made good yeah. movie. It made good movie. <laughs> All right. Well, you can do anything in the movies, Doc. Oh, and speaking of the White House, so the big climate uh, tries to censor opponents. So they're threatening some company for uh, saying that uh, you know gas is as good as, as electricity, and that electricity is not not going to. Uh, not going to take over right away. So uh, there's no EV mandate a Biden campaign official declared, but unofficially the rules and regulations are stringent. And I think by 2035, now they're trying to have what 50% of the cars electric, some, some huge number like that. Well, they got a long way to go before they, they get there. Just in chargers. Even the Chinese are backing off in their own domestic market. I guess they can't keep up with the demand for electricity. And they want their companies to start selling overseas, Ken, which makes sense. I mean, they, they need cash coming in. Correct. Yes. I mean, no. And we're not being very friendly to them. We're trying to decrease our our consumption of Chinese goods. And, you know, it's, it's a little bit fictitious because the goods that are made in Vietnam, uh, the finished products, the raw products are coming from China. So... <laughs> Uh, you know, at any rate, the American fuel and petrochemical manufacturers put out an ad and uh, they're they're trying to say that uh, the rush to ban gas powered cars is to force you into buying electric, which is more expensive and uh, not really ready for prime time. Although I have an electric car and I love it to death. I mean, it's great. I don't have to go to the gas station. And as long as the hospital has free charging stations, I'm in. So you know, uh, have, have you taken it on a long cruise yet? Have you gone tried to go anywhere of distance? We have gone across the state and back. And uh, we make sure that we st- when we're on the east coast of Florida, we, we make sure that we stay in a hotel that has a charging station so that we can charge up and, and get back across the state. But it's pretty easy to get across the state. We still have plenty of electricity uh, to spare. When we went over to uh, Cocoa Beach and uh, uh, where else did we go? We went to someplace else on the East Coast. Uh, and you got a big one. You got a truck, an SUV or something, don't you? You got a, you bought a big one. Not, well, it's they call it an SUV, but it's 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 really you know kind of a micro car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But but you got a lot more room in them because there's no engine and there's no drivetrain, and uh, so you can you can make them. Uh, boxier inside and there's a lot more room you know you the 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 engine uh the, the the front end is a little bit shorter so you got more room in the back end and you can drop the back seats down and and you can have a uh, you know almost an eight foot uh, run there that you can put a piece of drywall in 
So I can haul a lot of stuff in that, but you can't haul a lot of weight, just uh, the volume, if you know what I mean. Yeah, sure. The more weight you put on there, the less your battery's going to last, yeah. Well, plus it just doesn't have that that same torque that uh, a gas engine has Mm. to. At any rate, so the Biden administration people, they're trying to intimidate the, uh, the, uh, the industry, the gas industry, and uh, they're saying, if you don't cut these ads out, we're going to crack down on you, and, and uh, we have all these rules and regulations, and you guys are not following them, so we're going to come after you if you don't behave and do what we say. So, so much for free America. Yeah, so my, you know, you, you think fascism is just uh, uh, a late twentieth, mid twentieth century phenomena? We're living in a socio-fascist society now. Uh, we got two sets of laws, two sets of rules, and oh, did you hear about the the uh, truckers that are they're threatening not to make deliveries or pickups in New York City after Trump had that three hundred and fifty million dollar uh, civil liability suit? Slap, a fine slapped on him. <laughs> I hadn't heard they're going to go on strike. Well, the, there's, I guess work, there's it's a, a work stoppage. It's not a strike. Yeah, there's a, well, they're just not going to go to New York. They're going to refuse. So there, there's a, apparently there's a, a podcast guy that's a truck driver. I guess he probably knows the captain and um, he uh, is pumping it out on his channel. And he's saying that he's got a lot of truckers that are with him on this. I don't know how true that is, but. Uh, just the idea that they would not deliver to New York City. And, you know, like I've said before, the, the easiest way to deal with the Northeast and with these left-wing liberals is just to turn the spigot off down in Oklahoma and Texas. <laughs> you know, they'll be on their knees in, in three days. I mean, they don't, without gasoline, what are they going to do? That's right. With, without oil, without without propane to run their their uh, uh Electricity uh, plants. What are they? How are they going to get through the day? I mean, they're not. Just, just cut them off, and uh, that'd be the end of it. They'd be on their knees. And you could even ask Joe if he'd mind stepping back and not running. Although I wish he would run. I, I think that that would be the best candidate for Trump to go up against, in my opinion, because the guy. I mean, he's losing it every day, even more and more. Well, if they put Harris in there, it would be a landslide for Trump. I mean. Oh yeah, she's. No, she's, she's I mean, she she's inarticulate even with all of her faculties intact. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, a side note, uh, something completely unrelated. I just got this on my phone in case you are heading east today. The Daytona 500 has been rescheduled for tomorrow because of rain. So. Yeah, they even rescheduled the practice uh, uh, runs yesterday because of rain. We've had a good deal of rain down here in, in Central Florida. I don't know how the Northern Florida people are doing but we've had a ton of it and uh daytona is just about straight across from us just about due east yeah so they're they're getting the same storm systems that we're getting so if you got tickets for the race today uh uh-uh tomorrow don't go yeah wait till tomorrow your tickets will still be good whether you can get off work that's a whole nother question (laughs) well you just call in sick i mean well sure well, I try calling in sick, but you know what? Wife hangs uh, up on you? Well, no, I live with the boss. So she knows when I'm faking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> what am I going to do? I mean, I can't. I told you what she did. I, the next morning after I had a hernia repair, which was pretty painful, she made me go out and clean the pool. Oh, man. And 
you know, my knee, which I had May a year ago, not even a year ago yet, uh, one week after I had had the surgery said, you're, you're at home enough. <laughs> you're fine. Come to work. And so I'm working with, <laughs> which was actually probably pretty good at kind of like therapy. You know, it made me get up and move and, uh, and keep the knee. Well, she, 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 she was actually helping you. She was motivating you. She's boy, she, I tell you what, those Koreans are tough people. She knows how to motivate. <laughs> At least her generation. I don't know about the younger ones, but her generation, they, they grew up tough. Doc, we got about, oh, I'm going to say a little about 35 seconds left or so. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you all about me. I'm Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. We've got a practice at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Petersburg, Florida. And we are at 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. And we do have telemedicine. So just give us a call and we'll schedule you. How about that, Ken? Sounds good. One more time on the phone number. 727 384 Say bye-bye, Doc. Bye-bye, Doc. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.